Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just uh, started to bother you with Becca Jordan. Hi, Welcome, Becca. Becca. Yay. Hello. All right, on the count of three, we will oh, give... Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you got to I'm ready. <laughs> this is becoming a... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Really fun trend. <laughs> okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. One, two, three. 7.5. We're all around the same area. I was a seven. 7.5. Becca six. was 7.5 and Joel was a six. I thought so many things. Uh, there is so much to unpack with that that I feel overcome with what just happened. Yeah. Overall, I think in the satire field, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it is really amazing. Mm-hmm. As far as comedy, I felt a little let down uh-huh. personally. That was my feeling. Yeah, interesting. So as far as like the commentary and how effective the criticism was you thought it w- worked well but then the comedy side of it you thought was a little yeah weak. yeah I, see what you're I yeah i just there were so many parts where i was like they're trying to m- make a laugh right uh-huh. now and i am not laughing yeah i i agree with that i also thought that uh the story wasn't very strong Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was sad about that. It was a little more style over substance in yes. terms of story goes. It so reminded like, me a lot of Brazil. Yeah, it was like Brazil. It was like a not as good Brazil. I've not seen that, but it's a Terry Gilliam movie from the '80s. It's basically 1984, but like whacked out, insane. Which that was a little <laughs> whacked out and insane. Yeah. It yeah. was very stylized, which I appreciated, but like you said. I felt frustrated that the narrative was not strong. I love the idea of this character, but I feel like they used a caricature version of what he was in order to push the story along. He, Can you explain that? <clears throat> like, he's this philosopher type, which I really was attracted to in the beginning, just being one myself. I was <laughs> like, the sun could explode any second. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like I think about that every day. And then he gets this job and moves up in the company, and then he tells his uh, girlfriends, I did this to be more interesting for you. And I was like, what? Hmm. That's not what I saw. I, I don't know. It just didn't line up with uh-huh. what I feel like, how he portrayed the character, especially in how it was written in the beginning. It also reminded me, Beck, I don't know if you remember this play. I was even in this play, and I, I've just forgotten too much of it to make this <laughs> comment really useful, but um, Ionesco's The Rhinoceros. I am familiar with it. <sighs> I have never seen it. Uh, it's absurdist. It's satire. And all the characters are slowly becoming rhinoceros. That's pretty much all I know about it, to be honest. (laughs) There's probably a lot there. There were some similarities. There's that observation. Thanks, Jill. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much to unpack as far as what it is saying for uh, social commentary. So many things that I feel like I need to go research now. Yeah, yeah. There there are some things that I'm, like, hesitant to, to start talking about my 
you know, reactions towards because I feel like I'm going to betray my ignorance or the fact that I've missed things just as a yes, female white woman. It felt very smart. It. You know, like, ah, shoot, I feel like I probably missed that. Ooh, what else did I miss? I don't, and I don't want to admit those things. It's 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 that, <laughs> and it's also like the that. fact that we're three white people. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. To state the obvious, to state the horse in the room. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, this is incredibly potent race discussion. Yeah. Like, I yeah, so to that point, I also feel yeah hesitant because yeah. it's like I I there's so much there, and it's it's hard to even start talking about. <laughs> sure, but you know even if we can't get very far tonight in these few minutes, I you know I certainly am gonna be chewing on it and reading stuff and yes, this will be one of my research from- projects. What I, yeah. one, one of the, the themes I really liked about it was uh, black people living in a, like, a white world to say like, you know, the Western pe- people in power being white, kind of having to reconcile their role within that white world. You know, they serve this order that's kind of not theirs and they kind of resent their role in that. They kind of have like self-hatred about that mm. like I, I, I was seeing that theme I'm not sure if I was misreading it but yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was almost turning I felt like it was turning tables on race completely mm-hmm. where this lead character Cash would have normally been oh, the white character like the white like hero or or I guess what I'm trying to say is he's a black man but he makes it into this uh, elite um, climbing the ladders like look it's like I feel it for you like thoughts and prayers but I gotta make my living Mm -hmm. and I just think that that almost that is speaking to the concept and the reality of like white apathy but I think we're almost able to see it in a different way because it is portrayed by a black man. I'm just very, I'm anyway, this is a huge can of worms, but I was just like, really, I, that's the thing I'm chewing on the most right now, which is making me very unable to talk in a way that makes sense. I uh, see, I saw the, him talking in a white voice thing as, in order to be successful in a white man's world, we have to not be true to ourselves. Yes, there is that piece of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess I'm not even talking about the fact that he has he has a white voice. Uh-huh. Because I think that's part of it, but there's like this under there's like a darker underbelly of like exposing white silence, white apathy um to the ability to uh influence or make change <clears throat> in a significant way. I guess. Yeah, and I see that. Um, but once, yeah, once again, he's going to become that white person. Yeah, he becomes. Yeah, yeah, once he like once he gets promoted right. and he yeah, has I'm to just, speak in the white voice yeah. all the time, and it's like right. No, yeah, I, I like that. I was trying to just figure out like how how do we understand that within the um, the movie? But yeah, I think he kind of makes his journey over to the dark side or the white side. And then we, that's when we start to see that pretty clearly, like you said, like he becomes 
for all intents and purposes, a, a white person who is, yeah, um, stricken to an inaction and, you know, just, well, this is all pretty complex, so I think I'm just going to, you know, take a seat on this one. Right, yeah. Not, not actually, like, uh, yeah. Participate. Turn, turn it I, off for, for now because it's right. too much. Yeah. I was picking up on, um, like, the you know kind of like the the current day slavery that we have within our um jail mm. system yeah so i think that was maybe a kind of a theme or a so many things statement I don't, there that like so many themes. people they get them into this you know <laughs> Of course, all the advertisements are white people, I think, uh, you know, potentially enjoying themselves in these. Um, but you get the sense that once you're, you know, once you're within this jail system, I mean, it looks like jail well, cells. Well, they're hidden away. You know, we and, don't actually know what's going on And in they're there. working for free. And yeah. But of those, the only ones that are turned into horses, like workhorses, are black guys yeah that's yeah that's definitely so definitely because i was like because all the horses are brown horses yeah yeah (laughs) and they all are you know everyone that's that we heard speak was a black yeah right like the way they were speaking yeah so were there actually ever white people in there right like what you know is that yeah is this I mean, it is commentary on mass incarceration. Like, it's commentary on so many. Sure, they cover of the things. A lot of stuff, yeah. I, which makes it really kind of difficult to react to. Who I feel was a um, little stunned? Who was the picture? Was that supposed to be like his dad? I think with it was his dad. Okay, and it kept I shifting. Yeah. I did. I, I love. It, it was great. Well, the first time was he had his fi- like the first time he's just laying in the car, and then the next time you see it and it's changed and it got his fists in the air. Uh-huh. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> did that? Yeah. Because it only shows it for a split second. I think I missed that first change. Yeah, but then they, I caught well, the next they one. brought on so many things very subtly, which I think was also just mimics the whole, the whole idea is that like these things move seemingly slowly, but and but it but absurdity, absolute absurdity, is like descending. I also thought it was interesting how they were able to craft a you know future. Let's just say it is like. It feels a little distant, but not as distant as most future like sci-fi sure. films. Yeah, it uh-huh. feels like literally maybe in three years. Right, right. <laughs> like, uh, like the very, we're very near close, future. Yeah, which I thought that was well done. Yeah, yeah. I love the uh, device of when he <laughs> makes the call to, uh, you know, someone's home. His, oh, his yeah. desk just and dropping like into in. it, like, invading really their effective. space. <laughs> well, it really set us up for like, and now this is going to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Are, we're going to be messing with, with the absurdity of film. Yeah. And the there were a few moments that made us all laugh out loud, and those moments I thought were so good. There were just so few and far between. But like the number, pun- the coat yeah. punching in the elevator. <laughs> Was oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, that was, 
that was one of those moments that was so theatrical that it was perfect. It. You're like, it's so long. Oh, it's so long. The They're timing doing that of thing it was when so it's so excellent. long. Yeah. And then you're like, holy, holy <laughs> crap. This is like three minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. This is also a star-studded cast. Not not yeah. like all A-listers, but all incredibly talented people. That Absolutely. Have been and like all up and coming. Yeah. I mean, people. everyone was amazing. Yeah. The acting was incredible. I picked up on the voices, uh, the two white voices. One oh, did you? I was curious. David Cross. From, David Cross, uh, I definitely picked up on. Okay. And, and then uh, Pat Oswalt. Patton Oswalt, yeah. Oh. I'm surprised. I was surprised how similar they sounded. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, because I was like, are they purposely doing the white voice off? It, <laughs> I think it, I, I think that it's a combination of it's difficult to do voiceover for somebody else's voice yeah. when you're watching it, and and also them saying like, actually, it's funny this way. I think I it's no, it was not that. funny. For I agree. Me. I didn't work. The, the dubbing oh. thing didn't work as well. For I me didn't either. mind it. To me, it felt a little bit like drunk history. No, see, I was comparing it to Drunk History, and I feel like they do a much better job in Drunk History. Well, Drunk History, that's like the whole gimmick, so but you're no, very but like, so get professionals in. <laughs> you guys are professionals. Right. I don't know. That's what makes me feel like it's a choice, and that is confusing to me a little bit. I agree. It was a choice that didn't, didn't really work for me. I wanted them to either go even more ridiculous with it. It hovered at a weird line. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of an awkward, like, uh, straddling. I need to see this again to really, um, really start. And I love me some absurd stuff, so it was. So I, I got also, that. How about like a uh, nice animatronic um, <laughs> horseman? The, oh. oh, the boot, yeah. Oh, well, that was, that's that's that was some like nice claymation. Like claymation. claymation. I, I love that. Harry boob. That was great. Um, it was like directed by like, <laughs> it, it wasn't Michelle Gondry, but it was like some. The Wallace and Gromit oh guy. Well, no. Uh, uh, Michelle Gondry does stuff like that as well. Uh-huh. But there's like oh. something Dondry or something. Well, wow. shall we re- reevaluate? Reevaluate. I think I'm staying. The social relevance is a big part of my yeah of my grade. It would be lower if I felt like it had nothing to say. I think I'm going to stay to six. I'm going up to a seven point five. Jill and I are also kind of recovering from jet lag after being in <laughs> Europe, so I, I'm kind of going to compensate for that a little bit. I was having trouble focusing at certain points purely because of my tiredness. Well, so. it to your credit. Uh, or or my discredit. <laughs> I also was struggling, so who knows? I think I'm, I'm going to be a six, but a, a very open six that would that would like to move up. <laughs> right. Upon further, but in viewing, this moment, I feel like I'd be I'd be lying to say that I like did a whole lot more after our conversation. I feel uh, about the same. Yeah, I feel like we just kind of fingernail scratched. I know. <laughs> Tick, Woo! Tick, tick. That All was right. a ride. <laughs> a ride home. A ride. Well, home. thank you, Becca, for joining us. <laughs> yeah, You're thanks, Becca. <laughs> Come again sometime. I would love to. All right. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Good night. Bye.